0: wish existed to this day, Pizza
1: Hut Buffet. Oh, man.
0: The goat, right? So good. Not a better buffet in the entire country.
1: Man, that sounds pretty good right now. That's
0: awesome. man. I also love the little bookets that you got back in the day where, like, if you read a book you got, like, if you read, I think it was like eight books or whatever it was, five books you got a free personal pan pizza. I would do anything for a Pizza Hut Buffet right now.
1: I'd do anything to get an incentive for reading.
0: Yeah. <laughs> True. I was a scumbag kid, though. I would uh, read the back of the go- of the go- uh, Goosebumps book, and then I would write, like, a synopsis of what it was and then turn it in. And my teacher was like, that's really good. Now, next time you do a book, it you can't use Goosebumps. And I was like, ah, oh, that's not good.
1: You ever been to a KFC buffet?
0: No. Those are good. Do they have everything out there, like the mac and cheese, the everything? Yeah, they've got a
1: bunch of sides and stuff. Oh man, it was awesome. I'm normally not buffet guy. Me neither. And since the pandemic, you can't find them anywhere. Nah, they're done. They're kind of toast. I think like Pizza Ranch does one. Pizza Street? Do they still have theirs? Pizza. Yeah, Street's but I'm good. not into
0: that one. Okay. Godfather's back in the day had a dang good uh, pizza buffet. Or just like an all-you-can-eat. Like, I'm just really trying to get fat today. Um, But, man, if there's a Pizza Hut buffet, I will drive to it. Sedalia, Missouri, you're going to get a new personality for about 30 minutes because I'm going to crush and then I'm going to go straight out of your town back to mine. But I'm going to smash a lot of pizza from your city.
1: I'm so hungry, Dusty. This is not helping. Could you
0: imagine if, like, the text line helps us out and is like, actually, there is a Pizza Hut buffet. It's here in this location, and you get the red Coca-Cola cup that makes your beverage taste that much better.
1: My grandpa would always take us to the Pizza Hut buffet Ugh. whenever we'd go visit. I thought it was insane. That's a
0: great grandpa. Awesome. Fantastic. Cameron, Missouri. Bethany, Missouri. Pizza Hut Buffet. I will drive to Bethany, Missouri for 45 minutes. I am nervous about the ride back. See, look, text line 816, all caps. Pizza Hut Buffets were the best. There wasn't a better one because you had thin, hand-toss, pan options. You had your red cup that had a Coca-Cola label on it that was kind of scratched out because – Somebody was just there with you smashing out of that cup. And you can
1: get the salad and just slobber it with ranch, cheese, bacon bits. Mm, I love a good salad bar. Big salad bar Yeah, because they're not healthy salads. You just slop them with whatever you got. Yeah. So good.
0: All right. <laughs> I will tell you what, man. There's a lot of weird stuff I'd do for a Pizza Hut buffet right now. I'd get Rex Ryan weird for a Pizza Hut buffet. Man. Tell you what, man. Somebody says Mazio's does it. Summit Pizza does a good weekday buffet. Really? Summit Pizza does a buffet? If that's the case, I'm there, dude. Summit Pizza, a.k.a. used to be Waldo Pizza. P.S. Summit Pizza, best ranch in the game. No lie, Daddy. From the 913 Chinese buffets, you know you're either going to puke or blank yourself, but it tastes worth it every bite. No doubt, man. You go into a Chinese buffet, you've got five minutes to get home, and if you live ten minutes away from home, you better wait five minutes to leave and use their restroom. Facts. Lunch only. The buffet is second to none. At Summit Pizza... Grant, I'm not kidding, man. Like, one of these days, I'm going to get you to come to Lee's Summit. We're going to go to Summit Pizza. Yeah. You're going to try their ranch. I'm in. And you're going to be like, man, you ain't lying. Name the day. And if the day ever comes where there's a Pizza Hut buffet close to us, we're both going. (sighs) Okay. How does everybody... (laughs) Good transition. How does everybody feel about what they witnessed yesterday when it comes to the Chiefs, right? Because I feel like a lot of people's mindset the last couple of weeks were, well, they only play to their competition. They consistently only play to what their competition is. That's why they don't play well against the Denver Broncos. That's why they don't play well against the Houston Texans. That's why they didn't play blah, blah, blah.
1: Dusty, it kind of felt like the perfect Week 18 game. Uh-huh. You had to win the game. There were some small amount of stakes there. You had to win the game to get to bye week. Yep. You showed up. You score on your first drive. You have opportunities to go up multiple times. You score three straight touchdowns. Uh-huh. You kick the field goal. You're up 24 to three at halftime, and then you just kind of coast through the second half. No one really got injured. The Frank Clark thing's a little concerning, but uh-huh. it felt it's like a, a really yeah. great tune-up
0: game for the playoffs. It just gave everybody, like, the reverse mindset of what they were having.
1: A couple of turnovers you that caused, you,
0: too? Yeah, and you scored on those turnovers. Touchdown, field goal.
1: Everything you were kind of asking for, no major special teams miscues.
0: Butker did, did okay, Yeah, right? No Tommy. Tommy Townsend might have had one of the best games of his life yesterday. Booming, like. he was He was hitting, like, 60-degree wedges inside the five with backspin. Just, I mean, all this suck back. That's a term in golf. That's not inappropriate. Uh, sure, yeah. You don't need to hit me with a fine. That is just a term that we use as golfers. And from start to finish, wire to wire, that team was, that was a Super Bowl team yesterday. Your quarterback did need to throw for more than, what do you have, like 209 yards passing? like something really low your leading rusher had almost 70 yards and you just contained momentum and and the Raiders were had to be very frustrating to watch as a fan because they were having like eight seven minute drives that were ending in three points or that were ending in no points.
1: The one out of halftime must have been a backbreaker. Oh,
0: that was Because then the game is
1: officially over.
0: Yeah. I mean, you drove all the way down the field, nothing. Drive all the way down the field, three points. And Texan says, didn't it feel like we played a third string quarterback? I thought he was okay. I thought the way that he was using his legs. Again, he's playing on a team that's probably been checked out for at least Two weeks.
1: Yeah, and plus, I think the Chiefs were winning this game anyways. Yeah. Regardless of if Derek Carr was playing anyway. So, I I think just having the good performance is way more important psychologically with the week off. Yeah. Than worrying about who you were playing. Yeah, because now you control everything.
0: Now, you don't control who wins in the first round of the playoffs. But you know, A, you're not traveling for at least two weeks. Maybe three. Maybe four. Your B... Going to get the worst possible matchup according to seeding. And C, you get the bye. Like you get rest, rest, knowledge, health.
1: And I don't think Jared Stidham or I don't think Juan Thornhill and Chris Jones are really like, ah, man, I got a pick yesterday, but it was against Jared Stidham. So, you know, I'm kind of bummed going into the playoffs. No, I I think he's kind of jacked. He's like two picks in three games, like feeling good for the playoffs. Chris Jones got a couple sacks. He's frisky. Feeling good. He's been the
0: anchor the last month yeah, of the season. 100%. He's been like the the Wade Davis of 2014, 2015. Like, when you need the game to be closed out, Chris Jones, is. he did it last week against Denver, he did it against Seattle, and he did it this week. He just takes over. He's just that much better than everybody else on an offensive line. Which is, I think, kind of why when you watch that game yesterday and you think to yourself, okay, is Chris Jones playoff ready? Career sacks in the playoffs, zero. Career sacks in the regular season, a lot. Tied career high yesterday, 15.5. Let's just get Chris Jones absolutely nuts in the playoffs. Because again, I think a lot of people say to themselves if that defense is like this last year, this team's at the Super Bowl. And if that defense continues to do that and that offense can balance out each other on offense and defense, then yes, you can see this team be very successful. Cincinnati's still there, man. That's the biggest feat you got to get over. Plus, we'll see today how Buffalo plays um, and how much hype they have around their team. Because now that, that young man is tweeting, breathing, talking. I mean, um, the concern is is not as much there anymore. Now it's like, Let's go do this for our guy, which can be pretty scary for the rest of the league. And speaking of the rest of the league, I do want to talk about that. I want to talk about the Sunday slate when we come back. And I have to ask if I'm being a Richard by rooting for this team. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Chet Marshall says Waldo Pizza Buffet is legit. Which is now uh, Summit Pizza in the Summit. Which I'm telling you, man. We need to get back to the, the Pizza Hut Buffet. Um, where is it? Where is it? Oh, yeah. Somebody said from the 913, if you asked nicely, they would put out specialty pizzas. See, I didn't need that. Because I, I, mean, I could tell you my Pizza Hut buffet order. Straight up, there was a pan cheese, a pan pepperoni slice, and then some sort of, like, hamburger, sausage, whatever was out there. Now, if I'd have known you could do the specialty, I'd have been like, hey, can we get a pineapple... Canadian bacon, jalapeno pizza out here. And then people would be like, that's pizza with pineapple, sick. But I'd be sitting over there, smiling on my face, marinara, looking like the Joker. Just all in.
1: Pineapple on is fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, Every I once get in it. a while, it's good. I like the spicy Hawaiian. A little Canadian bacon. Or you could do like Italian sausage. I'll, I'll do that one. Or pepperoni. And then pineapples and jalapenos. Fantastic combo on a thin crust. Good stuff. Um, Dusty, I work extra in Wisconsin from time to time, and they had a Pizza Hut buffet. It was amazing. Closed since the pandemic. Sad. I believe the KFC buffet in Oak Grove is still open. Neil from Lone Jack. You know how much mashed potatoes and gravy and mac and cheese I would just absolutely shovel down my face? I'd probably get told to leave. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today, kind of a somber feel for week eighteen also I ask if I'm being a Richard for rooting for the Patriots is it okay are we clear we can go we can go anti-bills again because I just want the playoff picture that the NFL tried to build completely crumble and the irony of how that would be all said and done due to winning percentage to me would be Pretty classic.
1: Well, and I think somewhere in the back of their heads, the NFL is kind of rooting for the Patriots, too. They don't want to mess with finding a, a right. neutral site. Or they do,
0: because it could be a money grab. Well, but then again, that would make seeding irrelevant, basically. That would make home field advantage completely go away. No way it would get voted on.
1: Travel would be a nightmare, too.
0: Well, and just like tickets, man, like. So then what you're basically doing is you're going to have to figure out where the AFC championship game is previous of the year and then gamble and think your team's going to make it. Unless you're the Chiefs, it's not really a gamble. You're just there every year. But, hey, man, you want to keep Mahomes proofing the league? That's fine. Once Mahomes won that game with 13 seconds left on the clock, they changed the overtime rule. Once Mahomes is about to play his fifth consecutive home game in the AFC Championship game, neutral site. It is what it is. Um, But the slate for today, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm rooting for New England. I just don't like the thought of a neutral site game. I don't think it's fair. If Buffalo was in the same situation as Kansas City or Kansas City was in the same situation for Buffalo, or I was somewhere else talking sports in another city, I'd have the same opinion. Because the NFL had its rules. The NFL knew what their rules were, and they came up with a system that was completely the opposite. The NFL coincidentally fumbled the ball on their own rules. Hey, it says if this happens, we do this. Hey, this actually happened, but we're going to do something different. Clean it up. Um, And here's a little bit of breaking news. Sal Palantonio just reported on NFL Sunday countdown that the coin flip, if necessary, will happen here at Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati after the game in the media room access. Oh, I'm sorry, in the media room across from the Bengals locker room. For a coin flip to occur, Ravens would have to win. Ravens aren't winning.
1: Yeah, the Bengals are going to smash them. Yeah.
0: I mean, the Bengals have essentially had a whole bye week, so they haven't played since halfway through the first quarter of that tragic event that happened on the Monday night football game. Now they're playing a team without their starting quarterback, without their backup starting quarterback, without their starting tight end. Ravens are going to get toasted today. Like, if you're trying to make some some bets today, take Cincinnati and the points. I want to say take the Giants and the points, but they're playing their backup quarterback. But they're 16-point underdogs against Philadelphia. Is Philly really going to try to win by 16? I don't think so. Take a long, hard look at the Jets, too. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Against
1: Miami? Isn't that who they play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Joe Flacco versus Skylar Thompson. Email. Yeah. Threw that in there.
0: I think Miami wins. But I think that the Jets cover. Because we know who the Jets got at head coach. We know that guy. He's, he's, he is that man. If he was a drink, he would be a nice warm latte because he's smooth. But the other thing that I'm rooting for today, big Detroit Lions fan today. I don't know. Have the Lions been in the playoffs in in our lifetime? Yeah, Stafford Stafford went went, once, right? Yeah, he got absolutely beat up, didn't he? I don't remember. I thought he got like he had like a broken rib or like he had like a bruised hand. But I, it's not that I don't like Aaron Rodgers. It has nothing to do with that. I just want to see Detroit win. I like Detroit. Jerry Goff, leftovers at the family dinner. Now he's somebody else's pride and joy. Doing okay. Jameis Williams, stud,
1: fast, going to be great. And the Packers don't deserve it. They played Awful all year long, and they're going to back their way into the playoffs Mm -hmm. for no reason.
0: Because the NFC is weak. How about this? Ravens linebacker Justin Houston needs one sack for one and a half million. If you can't get one sack for one and a half million dollars, man. But again, I'm rooting for New England. I'm rooting for Detroit. Low-key, I'm rooting for the Ravens, but that ain't going to happen. Actually, you know what? I'm not rooting for the Ravens, but I am rooting for Buff. I am rooting for New England, and I'm rooting for the Lions. Kind of ironic that we're rooting for New England. All those years, we rooted for everybody against New England, right? Remember when you were rooting for Ryan Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. my radio persona, to beat the New England Patriots? from the 816 it's more than okay for us to root against the Bills. But I think the narrative will remain the same will remain in the Bills favor moving forward, for sure. DeMar Hamlin now sending tweets, videos, FaceTime, talking, writing, thinking on his own, breathing on his own. The scary part's over. So that's nice. But I think it's okay, morally and ethically, if you want to root for New England, as you should be, for seeding purposes. But I just don't think there's any way the Bills lose that game. But we'll see, you know? We'll see. Week 18, Buffalo, New England. And then the night game, Green Bay, Detroit. I am really rooting hard for Detroit. Like, I might call Vern and be like, what do we think about this game? And then he'll just tell me to shut up, go away, because it's never going to work out good for Detroit. Um, Patrick Mahomes, MVP, 27 years old. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I'll bring up a couple other stats. One that Jay Binkley also had. Uh, which is kind of interesting when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and who he is throwing to, and yet still carrying the number one offense in the NFL. Very attractive. Very You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Well, we, Were we all fans of uh, Operation Snow Globe yesterday? Dusty, I have a six-leg parlay. What do you think? Anytime touchdown scorers for Hill, Jefferson, Chase, Lamb, Watson, and Williams. I mean, I have at least three of those. I have Jefferson, Chase, and Hill, and then I have Stephon Diggs. All anytime scorers. Ooh, there's a second guitar in this. Did you see the national anthem for the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the uh, Titans game? I don't believe so. I mean, this man... This man had to have just... like His house had to smell like a seventh heaven. <laughs> like, I mean, he slayed it. He had like an American flag replica guitar. And then at one point he was just playing the bridge of the guitar for like the like the the climax of the national anthem. It's always good to wake up and hear the sounds of the werewolf. Well. Thank you. Big show today. Um big show. Was basically called uh The Ryan Fitzpatrick of 6'10", career-long backup, but good enough to start. So I got that going for me. Um, Last night, I got called a certain type of writer, R-I-D-E-R. Can't say the word on the air. Family show. Family Sundays, and I don't want to be in the swear jar. Big T had my back like I've never seen anybody have my back before on air. Basically trying to get people to call the show and, and badmouth me, which is hilarious. And then we get to watch this last night.
1: How would you describe the creativity and the fun of this offense right now? Yeah, we
0: enjoy it. We drop all these plays all the time. And Coach Reed lets us have rain to kind of help do some stuff and add our own flair. Um, and uh, we, we got that touch.
1: snow globe describe it a little bit more the circular one for everybody wondering where they break the huddle that way
0: yeah so we, we call it snow globe we drew it up during right before christmas and uh we actually practiced it as like kind of messing around and coach he was like i like that um and so uh he, he we, we put it in the game plan and it worked but we we, we had a holding penalty so we didn't get a touchdown so i to think it's a cool. school
1: and snow globe sorry you're done okay
0: snow globe you're done Hilarious. But again, troll job. Andy Reid 101. Didn't do it against the Broncos. Didn't do it against anybody else except the Raiders. The interview says that this play has been drawn up since around Christmas, so a couple weeks now. They played football for a couple weeks. It had nothing to do with them taking the bus an extra lap around the stadium a couple years back. Andy Reid now 17-3 and three versus the silver and black. Yeah, there was a little bit of malicious content there. I would say. And it's funny to think that the players draw it up and have the idea to do this. And then Andy Reid says, you know what? Let's try it. So what, we've had Rose Bowl Parade, Hungry Pig Rite, Snow Globe, Wasp. What other Andy Reid funky names are there out there? Are those the only ones? Or Am I missing one? But, man, I just remember seeing that yesterday and thinking to myself, Not only did they do this, you know, horsing around type of offensive play, ring around the rosy type of thing, which ring around the rosy, kind of a depressing song. It's about a plague and people dying. I mean, when you're six and you sing that out loud, you don't hear it the way you hear it when you're 35. And you hear ashes to ashes, we all fall down. Very dark. Sang that in sixth grade. Um but Mahomes, man. Wire to wire MVP, future betters, let's rise up, collect. If Justin Jefferson wins offensive player of the year, I'll have a new golf driver for the bag. That's a fact. Because Mahomes' MVP winnings is gonna cash me about two thirty. Justin Jefferson's is going to cash me 300 if it wins. Pretty solid when it comes to those futures. But again, you had to have known that Patrick Mahomes wasn't going to sleep on this year. Patrick Mahomes was told that the offense would take a drop. That Keenan Allen tweets, somebody's about to be exposed. Tyreek Hill goes on his rants. And the NFL talks about how there's, what would they call it, street ball-style quarterbacks? And then they reference, like, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, like Jalen Hurts.
1: Yeah, not great. Yeah. Very cultural-directed
0: towards, mm-hmm. right? Kyler Murray in there as well. No white quarterbacks to be named. And then you've got clowns like this that double down. And continue to have these takes. Patrick Mahomes is a gimmick quarterback. I literally have a podcast where I said he is a gimmick quarterback. I don't want to hear the rest of it. I've heard it twice today. Don't need to hear it anymore. Patrick Mahomes is not a gimmick-style quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is a two-time Super Bowl-winning, Super Bowl MVP-winning quarterback. And he's 27 years old. And in fact... In his first five seasons in the league, Patrick Mahomes in 2017 played one game and he won it. In 2018, playoff numbers are included. Mahomes went 13 and 5, was the one seed lost in the AFC Championship game to Tom Brady thanks to D Ford. 2019, Patrick Mahomes' overall record was 14 and 3. They were the number two seed and they won the Super Bowl. 2020, one seed again. Super Bowl appearance, lost, went 16-2. and Last year, 14-6 and were the two-seed AFC Championship game loss. This year, currently sitting one seed with a 14-3 record. Patrick Mahomes, as a starter in the league, playoff wins included, has never finished a season... With less than 13 wins. Andy Reid has now won 14 games twice in the regular season with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have now twice swept the entire AFC West. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have yet to not be AFC West champions. And Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have yet to not play at least in the AFC championship game. We'll see what happens this year. 27 years old. One seed, two seed, one seed, two seed, one seed. So the Chiefs are probably going to be the two seed next year in the AFC. And every single year that Vegas comes out with the over-under number, take the over. I can't say take Patrick Mahomes every year as the MVP because he's just not going to probably win it ever again now that he wins it twice in five years. They'll be like, all right, he's in a league of his own. We can't, we can't do this anymore, which is fine. That just means he's basically like the LeBron, Kobe, MJ of the NFL. And the thing that's crazy to me is that with all these stats and all these accomplishments, for the last couple of years, we've been like, okay, so at the top of the quarterback list, it's Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, and Allen. I'm not trying to sound like a homer, but I think you've got to increase the gap between Mahomes and everybody else. Because Josh Allen has not played a Super Bowl, has only played in one AFC championship game, has never won an MVP, has never won a Super Bowl MVP. Mahomes has done all of that. And some of them multiple times. Joe Burrow, dig it. Really like Joe Burrow, think he's great. I think he could be the Peyton Manning to Tom Brady that if you want to put Mahomes as Brady, I think Joe Burrow can be that Manning type where he's just cool, not shook, may not have the better team, will lose more often than not, but will still have years where it's like, dang it. And I think you could see that in Joe Burrow. But I think the gap between Mahomes and everybody else is just that much wider I think Mahomes has separated himself in a league that maybe we've never seen before. I mean, you just, you just hear the numbers 13 and 5, 14 and 3, 16 and 2, 14 and 6, 14 and 3, one seed, two seed, one seed, two seed, one seed, two time MVP, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, offensive player of the year. It's clearly obvious whose league we are watching and who is in control of this league right now. And even more so, when you can run around in a circle in place, set up in a weird formation, get the ball thrown to you, and then throw the ball for a touchdown and score, and then score on the very next play after you got called back for a penalty for the previous score. There's certain things that certain people can't do. Patrick Mahomes, not very limited. There's a lot of things Patrick Mahomes can do. And one thing he does is he absorbs the hate and kind of has that Michael Jordan killer instinct inside of him. Because you guys all did it in the national media this year. The result of his season is because of you guys. And the craziest stat for Patrick Mahomes to lead the league in yards, break Drew Brees' record from line of scrimmage, Patrick Mahomes had 0,000-yard receivers. The only person that had 1,000 yards, was Travis Kelsey. He's a tight end. That's a Jay Binkley stat. So again, I don't know what the narrative is next year. I don't know what the, the game plan is next year. You want to make a futures top 100 bet? I bet the NFL puts Mahomes back at number one. I'd almost double that down, that he's the number one player according to the top 100 next year. And if he's not, don't ever watch it again. We got to get you out of here, wrap this show up, and move on. I got to go play golf at one o'clock. Grant's got to go smash some pizza somewhere. And we'll get you set up for Monday, which is a loaded, loaded slate of shows here on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app, brought to you by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Got about five minutes and then we're out of here on a Sunday. Thanks for joining us. It's been an electric morning. Grant Nicholson, Dusty, like with you here on after hours on a Sunday. We'll be back next Sunday too. Sorry, Grant, you don't get to sleep in. Chiefs don't play. No Chiefs game next week. But that's a good
1: thing. For now. I mean, are they even going to have a noon game possibility? I think we're here for the long haul, Dusty. Hmm.
0: Because what? If they win, or obviously they have this week off, and then...
1: The divisional round, maybe?
0: But I feel like that's going to have to be... Dif- so put well, them at, like, three. Yeah. And probably on Saturday.
1: Yeah. And the AFC title game will either be on Saturday or at, like, three or four or five. Or yeah. So we're here.
0: Sundays are yours now. And mine. And ours. Together sounded very political. Um, great show, you guys. See you Friday, Dusty and Grant Neal. See you Friday. I'll be uh, I'll be the guy talking the entire time, but that's because we're gonna be doing a show from Cinderblock Brewery on Friday, January 13th, starting at six o'clock, all the way up until nine o'clock. So should be fun. Get to talk about some playoff football. Binkley will be there. He'll sit down. I'm sure some guys that do the shows, they'll sit down. And, oh, my gosh. And then my boss, he'll probably be lurking about just, like, awkwardly staring at me from time to time because he'll probably be there.
1: A little live auditing of your show?
0: Yeah. He'll be like, what is it, first-time caller, long-time listener? Take your. I'll take my uh, question off the air. Um but yeah, I mean it's you know fun times to be had in the future. Uh thanks to Big T for adding a dollar fifty to the swear jar off to a hot start, day one, and we collected. I'm telling you, man, any swear words. We almost had a bit. What were we saying where Sunday should be double the fine? That'd be tough to pull off. Yeah. Because someone was saying that I couldn't say my normal sports horny thing on Sunday because that was too much. Any other day of the week, that's fine. Sunday, can't say it. And I didn't say it. I was just giving you an example of what I couldn't say on
1: Sunday. So if you said
0: it, I can't do it anymore. Oh, but you can't say it. No. Now, tomorrow night, red reaction, 8 o'clock, big time.
1: That wouldn't give me a chance to play this, though. Just so people know what to listen for.
0: Yeah. Anytime you cuss, quarter in the swear jar. After six months, so what is January? So we have February, March, April, May, J- June. June.
1: June's the middle of the year.
0: Yeah. After that, come June, depending on how much money we've collected in the swear jar, we'll buy some drinks with it and start over clean. Just got to keep it super family friendly on a Sunday. It's a family show on Sundays. Throughout the week, we don't need curse words. That doesn't do anybody good. Go look at Jason Brown's Twitter feed. Not good. Very choppy. Very disgusting. Very dirty. Too much bad language. Clean it up. He also had a podcast where he said Mahomes was a gimmick quarterback and that didn't work. And that Cincinnati last night wasn't getting a fair shake. Not my fault. Sorry the NFL fumbled. Sorry that they have winning percentage numbers. And now, out of nowhere, we don't. Tomorrow night, starting at 6 o'clock, you'll have the Chiefs Kingdom show with Mitch Holtis, followed by, at 7 o'clock, the Nate Taylor show with Nate Taylor and Carrington Harrison, and then 8 o'clock, Red Reaction show with myself and Nick Price. Again, it's not our show, it's yours. Tune in, 913-586-7610. Thanks for everybody listening today. Thanks for everybody that joined in today. Phone call via text, via thought, whatever it is. Let's go, one, find us a Pizza Hut buffet somewhere. Let's get it back. And two, let's all go do something nice for somebody today because this world sucks. It's ugly and evil, and you never know what's coming next. But if you can be nice, it can change it a little bit at a time. Thanks to Grant. Thanks to you all. Have a good Sunday, Kansas City. to after hours with dusty lichens on 610 sports radio and the Odyssey app brought to you by Twin Peaks eats drinks scenic views.